Hi friend, I am so excited that you're here to check out Her Restored Spirit podcast. If you've gone through something that has left you broken spirited, maybe it's a divorce, loss of a spouse, or even a child, loss of a job, whatever it is, I know there is restoration in your future. I'm a widowed mom, and I remember what it feels like to emerge from the fog to discover that my loss is not the center of my story, but it actually instilled in me a new hope, a new understanding of faith, and a new strengthening in my heart, soul, and motherhood. I have finally understood that God has taken my test and formed it into my testimony, and that's why I'm here with you. I want you to step into your purpose, into a newfound joy, and to turn a new page in your book, because I believe you are on the brink of full restoration, unlocking a confidence that you didn't know was inside you, and understanding how to live more fruitfully with purpose, joy, and permission to be washed in possibility. It's time, friend, to reclaim your restored spirit. Hey, and welcome back to Her Restored Spirit podcast. My name is Tammy, and I'm your host. I was talking with a friend today, or a few days ago, really. Um, And well, I've mentioned before how recently I've, I've discovered this pattern that I have, which if you know my story, you were like, well, how did you not notice this? Um, I grew up in a military family. We moved every three years. So, and if you, if you don't understand that, it's not just move down the street. It's not just move schools. It is pack up your entire life, move cross country, move to a different country, move to a different culture. My first big move that I remember is moving from North Carolina to Misawa, Japan. That is Northern Japan. Um, I was in first grade when that happened. And and so my whole life has been the cycle. And this was pre-internet. This is pre-Facebook. And so your whole life changes. You pack it up and you move it. And with that, when you have such a big change like that, there's things that naturally dissipate. There's things that naturally happen. One of the natural things that happened is when you are moving, you recognize all the stuff that you have and you get rid of it. You clear the clutter. So this month, this next couple of weeks, I'm going to talk about clearing the clutter. We're going to talk today, we're going to talk about clearing physical clutter. But over the next couple of weeks, we're going to talk about clearing um, your emotional clutter, your spiritual clutter, your mind clutter, your schedule clutter. We're just going to talk about, and I'd like you to start considering the clutter that's in your in your life and how it's weighing on you. So as I was, as I started, I was talking with a friend because again, like I have done over 20 moves in my 42 years. I'm 42 years old and I've moved over 20 times. The moves have changed overall. They Sometimes they were short, smaller, but overall like picking up, packing up, going somewhere else has happened often. And when I moved here to Oklahoma, I just had this feeling for the first time in my entire life that I'm going to stay here a while. And which to most people, they're like, great, set up roots, 
you know, and stay, just stay. It's easy. Just stay. I've been doing it my whole life. And, but for someone who's never stayed, it's challenging. I don't know how to navigate this. I, which it seems so funny. You just stay in the same place. You just do the same things. But when your cycle is uproot, completely pack up and change your entire life in that time, there's things that you can adapt this. You can even change things about yourself that you don't want things that you want to share, things you don't want to share when you're moving without changing the essence of yourself. Like I'm not changing personalities, but if I'm like, you know what? I don't want to be known for this. You don't have to be when you move, when you change because you're meeting, it's everything's fresh. And so when I moved here and I just crossed over living in Oklahoma for four years, which is a really big deal, really big deal. Um, I went to high school in England, and that was my first time ever being somewhere for four years. We even changed houses during that four years. And I'm talking like a 45-minute drive. So you have to pick up, move. So even that changed. Then I lived in California. The longest I've lived anywhere was five years. Five. Which seems like a long time. At least it does to me. But then I'm like, wait a minute here. But I just crossed over four years here in Oklahoma and three years in my house. And what I start, I'm feeling this, it's time for a change. It's time for a move. It's time for something big to happen. But I also feel God saying, no, this is going to stretch you. I want you to settle in. It's different mindset when you know it's for the long haul. There's, I still have not put pictures. I have pictures all over my on my, in my hallway on the floor, because it's like, well, when I put it up there, it's up there forever. So there's a lot, there's a lot here when I tell you. Um, but one of the things it's like one opportunity with picking up and packing everything that you own is you have to touch everything and decide if I want this or not, if it still serves you. And I, I talked to her cause she's military and they're getting ready to do their umpteen move as well. Um, but I was like, how do, how do civilians clean out their closets? How, like, if you're not moving, um, I was like, so I, I started going through my closet. I needed to declutter. I needed to get rid of stuff. There's clothes there that I don't, that really don't fit me anymore. I like, I have to understand I'm not the same size I was 10 years ago. Like I'm not, um, there's some good things about it is I work out more and I'm stronger. So my thighs are bigger, like they're stronger. There's more muscle there. So I'm never going to get into pants that are smaller simply because the muscle is more. So it's not a bad thing for all of it, but it was funny. Cause she's like, Oh, I'm going to go through my closet too. Um, after a couple of months when I don't see my clothes. And then when I get to put it back on my, in my closet and I was like, right. The way God intended, the you pack it up, you don't see it for three months, you get it back, someone delivers it to you, it's in a, in boxes and you have to put it away. And then you have to touch everything again. And because you've decluttered before as you're putting it in, but you're decluttering again, being like, oh, I don't want this. Oh, I don't like this. I was like, how do you do it if you don't move? And, you know, tongue in cheek, like I get it. We just, you just go for it. And so that's what I started doing is just touching everything, doing section by section. 
and just does it fit? Does it still look good? Will I wear it? And I got rid of a lot of things. I got rid of a lot of things. Things that are easily, that I could have easily just kept in there and just kept getting things that fit me, things that I would have worn and washing the same things over and over. But it would build up. And that's kind of what we go through. Things build up. When we don't take time to touch everything, when we don't take time to explore, when we don't take time to understand our needs and how they're different now than they were even three months ago, things build up, which causes stress. There's studies done that talk about how clutter affects your mind, your body, your soul. They're talking about physical things. And today I'm going to start with that because it is the easiest. And when you purge, when you remove things that no longer have value to you, something is freeing about that. It feels good. You see the evidence. You feel the evidence. Our brain loves evidence. It likes to see an accomplishment. It likes to have a reward. That dopamine hit of my closet is half as full. I have space in my closet now. That is the power of decluttering. When we declutter the things around us, the things that that get into our environment and don't have a purpose. As you can see, I have a new decoration in here. Those are flowers my kids made me out of Legos. I love it. I love the first thing is I can't kill them. I love that they wanted to get that for me. They bought the set and they built them together, which is also a feat in themselves. And then they arranged them and they wanted me to enjoy it. That's not clutter. However, the, un, the thing behind it, I'm just noticing the flower pot that had my live um, miniature flower um, rose bushes in there that died, that's clutter. If I remove that from the space, the whole space would look better. My, I have my, my to-do list, my bills, my things to file and my, um, day planners, my schedulers back there that have my notes. Those look like clutter to you. To me, I need it in a place that I can see it constantly. And to me, that's not clutter. That's helpful to have it there in the open in a space that is very evident. And that's the only thing I put in those three things. We get to define what clutter is. And it doesn't mean getting rid of everything in your house. I have a friend who their house has bare minimum and they are so happy. They don't buy knickknacks. They don't buy, buy things. They, they keep their pictures on digital on purpose because they can put it on their, their one digital uh, photograph, like their digital picture frame. And they can see all their photos, but they don't have things everywhere because things affect them. So you get to decide what clutter is. But if there's things that are not serving you in your life, physically not serving you, and they don't bring you joy, what would it take for you to get rid of them? 
to remove them? And how would that feel after? My office right now is, is a little bit of a mess. And part of that is I, I feel overwhelmed by it. If I take an hour and just declutter and get rid of the, shred the papers, that's the biggest thing is I have lots of papers that need to be shredded. When we remove things from our space, we allow margin in our environment. And this is a theme that will carry on throughout the series of decluttering. This is a series that, and that idea of removing the things that don't serve you anymore. And this is one of the things too that we are going to talk about in my upcoming workshop. There's so many times that we think that when we don't feel like we're enough, it's because we don't have enough. It's because we don't have enough time. We don't have enough, you know, we don't have the resources. We don't have the furniture. We don't have X, Y, Z. So we, we need those. What can we add to make our life better? That's our initial thought. What if we remove things from our lives to enable us to thrive? What if we remove things that no longer serve us and give ourselves that margin to look at, okay, what about our life do we enjoy? I did not enjoy walking into my closet, having and seeing these clothes that do not fit me and that I haven't worn in two years because of that. That did not bring me happiness when I walked into my closet. Right now, when I walk in my closet and I see the space, the freedom of clarity. I have the clothes that I love wearing, even some clothes that I forgot I had that I'm like, it's summer. I was waiting for summer to wear this. I get to wear this over the next however many weeks we have warm weather. I'm glad I didn't miss the opportunity. With those things on either side of it, so we didn't even, so I couldn't see it. I missed, I missed it. What are you missing because you've added too much? And so I mentioned the workshop, the Ready to Thrive. Our thought process of we need more to thrive is faulty. And I can tell you why. I can tell you how that is a limiting belief and how that's stopping you from feeling ready or worthy or loved or feeling safe in your space to thrive. And so join me in the workshop. Let's talk about how removing things can enable you to thrive. How loving your space and not loving it because it's magazine worthy. I don't want to live in a magazine. Those are sure they're gorgeous, but they're cold. They're not cozy. Well, maybe some of the Pottery Barn magazines, like some of those kind of look cozy, but overall, you know what I mean. But what would happen if we remove things from our lives instead of focusing on just adding more, adding more? So that's just what I want to share with you. I want to, I want you to see it's a free workshop. I guarantee you won't be the same going in as you will going out. I I know in my heart that when you see it and hear what I have to share, 
you're going to see how removing things is actually not as scary as you think. There is, it's, removing is freeing. Um, and not just physical things, but we're going to remove some of those brain blocks, those thoughts that are keeping you right where you are. So come to my workshop. I have them every couple of weeks. I have a, um, it's on my website right now. You, there's a couple of them, a couple of dates to choose from. Pick one, whichever suits you best and show up. Come to all of them. Come, everyone is going to be different. It's live. So based on some of the questions and our, and our conversation, it'll be a little bit different. But come and see what's possible when we have the freedom of removing things instead of feeling like we're never enough. Friend, what if you already are enough? What if we just have to remove the stuff that's not good enough for you? I, I, I truly believe that there's freedom there and that there's hope and there's joy. And there's a thriving life that's waiting for you that you deserve. So with that, come on over. Don't let me be by myself because I'm just going to talk to myself and I do that all the time. So come and chat with me. If you have any questions, DM me. Um, Facebook, Instagram, at Tammy Marie Coaching. If you want to send me an email, it's Tammy at TammyMarieCoaching.com. And book a call if you're interested in what it looks like to go to the next step, to remove. If you want to know how, you're like, okay, I already know I want to remove things. Um, I don't need to, I'll come to the workshop anyway, but I'm ready to know how to remove them. Give me a call, like go on there and schedule a call. In 20 minutes, I can show you, I can show you what's possible. With that, friend, I hope that you choose joy today. And it's worth choosing joy every day through the hardship until, until joy starts choosing you. See you next week.